the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. This program is sponsored by the Psalm 127 Fund. For Zion's sake, I will not keep silent. For Zion's sake, I'll not hold my peace. Welcome to For Zion's Sake. Isaiah 62.1 is taken directly out of the Hebrew Scriptures when the prophet Isaiah declared, For Zion's sake I will not keep silent, and for Jerusalem's sake I will not keep quiet, until her righteousness goes forth like brightness and her salvation like a torch that is burning. Your hosts for the program are Shelley and June Volk, Jewish believers burdened to see Jew and Gentile become one. Believers strengthened in their faith and for their Jewish kinsmen to come to the saving knowledge of Jesus as the Messiah, the Son of God. Bless the Lord and welcome to For Zion's Sake. We thank you for joining us. We're the Volks. My name is Shelley. And my name is June. Hi, everyone. If you've been with us during the course of this week, our subject is robbing God. We read in Malachi chapter 3, verses 8 to 9, will a man rob God? Yet you have robbed me, but you say, In what way have we robbed you? In tithes and offerings. You are cursed with a curse, for you have robbed me, even the whole nation. So we see that God has a claim on us. He has a claim on our tithes and our offerings. But there's a principle that's also true if we hold back anything from the Lord which he claims for us. We suffer, and the Lord can very well withhold his blessing. And this week we're speaking about robbing God in the area of wisdom. And we've been reading from 1 Corinthians chapter 2, verses 1 to 5, which read as follows. When I came to you, brethren, I did not come with superiority of speech or of wisdom, proclaiming to you the testimony of God. For I determined to know nothing among you except Jesus Christ and him crucified. Verse 4, and my message and my preaching were not in persuasive words of wisdom, but in demonstration of the spirit and the power that your faith should not rest in the wisdom of men, but on the power of God. So we talked about how you can preach from two vantage points, one from the wisdom of men or one from the spirit of God and the power of God. And therefore, how we receive the gospel could be received in one of those two ways, in man's wisdom or in the power and the spirit of God. And we believe that one of the problems we have when we read the word or hear the word that we're receiving it in man's wisdom. We spoke about how do we know if we are receiving the word in the spirit and in power? Well, we pointed out four ways we could tell. When we receive God's word, it causes us to believe it in our heart and not merely in our natural intellect. And we saw that in Romans 10, verses 9 to 10, the word says, If you confess with your mouth Jesus is Lord and believe in your heart that God raised him from the dead, you shall be saved, for with the heart man believes resulting in righteousness, and with the mouth he confesses resulting in salvation. So intellectual knowledge is not going to bring salvation. 
but it's knowledge or wisdom that goes into the heart. We will not be robbing God if we receive his word in our hearts. And in that verse, we saw that if we receive it in our heart, it results in righteousness. This is the righteousness of God. Thirdly, if we believe God's word in our hearts, resulting in righteousness, we become doers of the word, not merely hearers. Uh, In uh, the epistle of uh, James, he says, if we are hearers of the word and not doers, we are living in deception. Also, Matthew 7, 26 reads, um, I'm sorry, John 13, 17, Jesus speaking to his disciples, if you know these things, blessed are you if you do them. And fourthly, when we receive God's word in the spirit and power, we will live differently. Our lives will change. We see that written in John 8, 31 and 32. If you abide in my word, in other words, if the word is abiding in our hearts, then you are my disciples and you shall know the truth and the truth shall set you free. And yesterday and Wednesday as well, we spoke about the fact that it all goes back to the Garden of Eden. And we're not going to look at it now. I encourage you to read Genesis 3, the first seven verses, because one of the reasons Eve ate from the tree and gave it to Adam, as the word of God says in verse 6, Genesis 3, that there was a desire to make one wise. And they were seeking human wisdom and not God's wisdom. So yesterday we looked at 1 Corinthians chapter 2, verses 6 to 16, which talked about wisdom. And I encourage you to look at that today as well. And now we're just going to go on from that point and look at uh, 1 Corinthians chapter 2, beginning at verse 6. Junie? And right before you read that, Shelley, I would just like to bring to remembrance that Jesus taught us if we want to be his disciples, we need to deny ourselves, take up the cross and follow him daily. And Jesus led that way for us, Shelley, because he knew what it would cost to come as God in the form of man to die for us. And this side of heaven, when we live out our own desires, it's greater than just living for ourselves. We're living under the dominion of another power other than Jesus himself. So as we go to read these scriptures, I just pray for you and I that we would really see that sometimes God uses people in our life or circumstances to transform us and change us that his life might become more alive in us. You know, we have a choice, June, either relying on our own mentality or allowing the spirit to teach us because in John 14 26 the word says but the helper the Holy Spirit whom the father will send in my name will teach you all things that's powerful we need to rely on the spirit go with us to first uh, Corinthians chapter 2 beginning at verse 6 yet we do speak wisdom among those who are mature a wisdom however not of this age nor of the rulers of this age who are passing away But we speak God's wisdom in a mystery, the hidden wisdom which God predestined before the ages to our glory, the wisdom which none of the rulers of this age has understood. For if they had understood it, they would not have crucified the Lord of glory. But just as it is written, things which eye has not seen and ear has not heard and which have not entered into the heart of man, all that God has prepared for those who love him. For to us God revealed them through the Spirit. 
for the Spirit searches all things, even the depths of God. For who among men knows the thoughts of a man except the spirit of the man which is in him? Even so, the thoughts of God no one knows except the spirit of God. Junie, it's so clear that the spirit has to reveal the wisdom, not our own intelligence. And the only one who really knows the motive of what is being done is the man, woman, or child who does what he does. It's only within him. And that's why the scripture read, as you read it. Who knows? But the spirit of the man. Every man has a spirit, but the spirit of God that dwells in the man who's born again is the one who can teach us wisdom. Amen. And since every word in the scriptures has been inspired by the Holy Spirit, I pray that when we read the word or hear the word, it would be spirit unto spirit. All right, let's continue on. Verse 12 in 1 Corinthians chapter 2. Now we have received not the spirit of the world, but the spirit who is from God, that we might know the things freely given to us by God, which things we also speak, not in words taught by human wisdom, but in those taught by the spirit, combining spiritual thoughts with spiritual words. But a natural man does not accept the things of the Spirit of God, for they are foolishness to him, and he cannot understand them because they are spiritually appraised or understood. But he who is spiritual appraises all things, yet he himself is appraised by no man. For who has known the mind of the Lord, that he should instruct him? But we have the mind of Christ. Junie, it's so powerful, and I pray that our listeners are really getting a hold of this because it will change our lives. All right, go with us as we come to a conclusion to the book of Proverbs, okay? Proverbs chapter 2, we're going to read the first seven verses. And as you're looking for that, Shelley, we really see we have the mind of Christ when, according to Romans chapter 12, verses 1 and 2, we renew our minds, not think the way a human thinks, but we don't conform to this world, but we are transformed by the renewing of our minds. And you know, Junie, the book of Proverbs is the book of wisdom. So if I said chapter two, forgive me, it's chapter three. Chapter three, beginning at verse one. My son, do not forget my teaching, but let your heart keep my commandments. For length of days and years of life and peace they will add to you. Do not let kindness and truth leave you, Bind them around your neck, write them on the tablet of your heart, so you will find favor and good repute in the sight of God and in man. Trust in the Lord with all your heart and lean not on your own understanding. In all your ways, acknowledge him and he will make your path straight or he will direct your steps. Verse seven, do not be wise in your own eyes. Fear the Lord and turn away from evil. Verse eight. It will be healing to your body and refreshment to your bones. June, what an incentive to rely on the wisdom that comes from God and not trust our own understanding. And we really see also in Proverbs, Shelley, in chapter 9, verses 7 through 12, if we're receiving from God in the Spirit of God or when we hear from a man or even the Spirit of God, how we receive that and how we follow through. 
and the difference between a man of God and what the Proverbs calls a scoffer. He who corrects a scoffer gets dishonor for himself, and he who reproves a wicked man gets insults for himself. Do not reprove a scoffer, or he will hate you. Reprove a wise man, and he will love you. Give instruction to a wise man, and he will be wiser. Teach a righteous man, and he will increase in his learning. The fear of the Lord is the beginning of wisdom, and the knowledge of the Holy One is understanding. For by me your days will be multiplied, and years of life will be added to you. If you are wise, you are wise for yourself, and if you scoff, you alone will bear it. So I just pray, Lord, for all of our listeners and for Shelley and I, that we wouldn't be scoffers. We would hear what people say and really become wiser and take that instruction to our heart and change the way we live. Amen. So, Father, we thank you for the wisdom that comes from God. This being Friday, we want to conclude this program by reciting the Shema as we identify with our Jewish kinsmen. And if you know these words, say it along with us. Shema Yisrael, Adonai Eloheinu, Adonai Echad. Hear, O Israel, the Lord, our God, the Lord is one. Father, we lift up our Jewish kinsmen and ask and pray that they would begin to hear the word of God through the spirit of God, which will change their lives. And, fa- and Father, I pray for the church. I ask, yes. Lord, for Shelley and I and all those that believe Jesus is the Messiah, that we would be transformed, have our minds renewed, and live a life in this earth that demonstrates you the Holy One of Israel, Jesus the Christ, the Son of the living God. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Thank you for joining us this evening. If you would like to get in touch with Shelley and June, you can write to them at P.O. Box 1784, Scottsdale, Arizona 85252. That's P.O. Box 1784. Scottsdale, Arizona, 85252. And you can also contact them on their website, ShellyandJuneVolk.com. That's ShellyandJuneVolk.com. Until next time, the Lord bless thee and keep thee. The Lord make his face to shine upon thee and be gracious unto thee. The Lord lift up his countenance upon thee and give thee peace. This program was sponsored by the Psalm 127 Fund. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. 
with in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com, salemnow.com.